Have you voted for Parknarks? Have you done your job no. diplomatically? Well, you can't vote. I oh, appreciate okay. the enthusiasm. Whew, the, thanks. The, the effort to do so. I mean, we could talk all day about which one you hate the most because this week, so it's easy to say AJ McCall at VFX Parknarks to clean up the valley. One park, bad parking job at a time. This week, though, it's special because we have four bad parking jobs at a time, uh, for, uh, collectively. Yeah. Uh, pinned to the top of the Utah's VFX Facebook page. Because the first one, all right, you see two offenders, truck buddies. Two trucks parked, taking up three combined spots, hanging out, imitating each other, you know, little brother copying big brother. The second one is definitely also siblings because the vehicle that's in the background is definitely tattling on the vehicle in the foreground. Meanwhile, while they're both sticking out in the driveway of the parking lot so that they're just in the way of cars that are trying to get through. That's not where you're supposed to be, ever. Well, I just, I'm, out of out of just general, I don't know, common sense, would I, like, I don't think people would be like, oh, I'm not paying attention and clip your vehicle, but why would you chance it, right? Right. There's right? a lot of people who are not paying attention. Yes. Look at your that. phones. All of a sudden, you've hit a car. I'm not speaking from personal experience, but I am. <sighs> Whoops. Well, McCall and I can't vote, right? It's totally up to you. We can tell you what we think. And with this one, we've gone a little bit longer since we had the short week last week. What is the one that you are most annoyed by? Truck buddies or with a car so versatile I could fit to space oh, like this? It's got to be the second one. I mean, the trucks, sure, whatever, but they're not really bothering anybody. Nobody else is parked true. over there. It's just kind of over by yourself and... Technically, I guess parking spot number two is not really bothering anybody except for everyone that has to drive down that aisle. So, you know. And there's two of them. I know. It's not just one aisle. It's two aisles. It's I think bad. I would agree solely for that. Yeah. Because how did you get out and, and then, then want and just be like, oh, that's yeah, fine. this is wander okay. to the store. This is cool. Guys, this I parked totally so cool. great. Look. Wow. I'm a, I'm a trailblazer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think that one's going to catch. Fingers crossed that doesn't catch on. Please vote. It's pinned to the top of our uh, Facebook page, Utah's VFX. It's Friday. Promise it will come to its conclusion. Said the short week last week. Wanted to give everybody their chance to vote. Mm-hmm. And then if you see terrible parking, of course, do your part to win prizes. Because if you find terrible parking parking spot that gets to compete and it's voted the worst that week, you win a prize that week. And of course, it is qualified for the tournament for the worst parking spot of the year later this year. Which I don't know if you checked or not. Like it's August, so. The end of the Which is coming. weird to think about. Yeah. The end of the year's coming. Pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Now, a little birdie told me that, one, I think you can expect to see AJ and McCall out and about next week mm-hmm. because a certain something is happening at event back to school. But we need to talk about something very, very important because I know that it's crucial to McCall, a specific outfit, but I'm curious... Is it crucial to everyone else? Do you think about it? Do you slave over that first outfit? Yes. Who freaks out, plans, 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 replans, changes, freaks out again over their first day outfit for school? AJ and McCall on VFX. I know it's become a thing, or maybe maybe it's just I pay attention as my friends have started to have kids and I've gotten to that age that the, you do the, the first day school thing, right? First day, last day with your kids. As they go through year to year to year, so you can build that kind of collection or whatever. But the first day outfit was never a big deal to me. That's so weird to me that it wasn't. Like, shocking, really. And McCall says that it's very crucial. Well, yeah. Across the board. You create a lasting impression with the one very first day that you go to school. In all reality, looking back, no, you don't. Nobody's paying attention to you. They're all too consumed with themselves. But 
Beside the point. I was going to say, when you go to a new school, I could see that. Not that you couldn't change your look or that you don't change throughout. Right. But I feel like I was always just focused on, well, I, to be honest, I was probably genuinely excited. As much as I look back now, I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm glad I don't have to go to school anymore. But, uh-huh. you know, you get together with your friends. I, being a, a child of divorce, half of my summer, I was spent with my mom who didn't live in the same town as my dad. And, you know, one of the downsides of it is that I live 75 miles away from my friends, and so I... Did not look forward to that. And so it became school. Going back to school was the time to get back to doing that. No, I didn't want to do the homework or really sit in the class. There were a couple I looked forward to. But getting back to whatever your extracurricular activity of choice was. And McCall did volleyball and mm-hmm. she sang and she acted. I did band and played lacrosse. That was the stuff I thought about. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see the guys or whatever. And Because to be honest, uh, up until mid high school I don't remember I don't remember when I got a cell phone again maybe right at the beginning of high school so I wasn't in constant contact with everybody Facebook didn't come out I don't remember getting one I think until my junior year of high school mm-hmm. so that was my time to be with my friends and then be back in home in my hometown with them you know it's so interesting to think back on how things have just changed throughout the years because I had Facebook the reason I got Facebook in ninth grade was because we had moved from Brigham City to Tremont and so I could be in contact with my friends because a lot of my friends in Brigham City because again we're going into 10th grade did not have cell phones and at that point in time that was like 2009 2000 yeah that would have been 2009 so lots of my friends did not have cell phones do you or do you does your kid did you did you or does your kid like you plan out a special first outfit. Maybe you go shopping for it specifically or or you notice that they they freak out and they go through and they lay stuff out and they're like, all right, this top and the, no, 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 wait, these shoes and, and this beanie. No, no, I don't like that. Because to me, it was just whatever I had. Me was me and I'm just ready to go back and see everybody. McCall, apparently every year, three weeks out, meticulous planning, making lists. Wadding up paper balls, throwing it aside. That's not going to work. Sketching them out, seeing how it would work. All right, color coordination. Oh, it's after Labor Day. All that. I wouldn't even stop at the first day. The first oh, week's fair. worth of outfits I had planned out. If you're going to put in that much effort, I mean, that 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 makes sense to me. Yeah. It does make sense. The whole first week. To me, now I'm, you know, focusing on the, what was happening. But, you know, 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Was it something you or you've noticed your kids really really think about their first day outfit speaking of clothes uh future not surprising COVID has changed a lot of things in terms of the way we do business or industries or the demands for whatever clothing apparently going forward that uh, people aren't going to decide to spend a ton of money to own it when you can just pay a small fee to rent it now for parents it makes complete sense right you know you don't have to worry about your kids growing out of stuff that you buy but what about everybody else would you like to have someone be able to style you Renting clothes expected to become more and more popular, and it makes complete sense because if you think about it, it's just the way things have transitioned. You don't necessarily pay to own stuff. You just, it's the way things are going. AJ McCall for the Automation Group debated eight. Clothes makes it complete sense because then you wouldn't have to invest in the whole thing. You can just get it for a little bit, pay one flat fee, and you're done. You're out. Parent-wise, we already heard from Ginger and, and, and parents are message on social media. It makes complete sense. I totally get that concept because... Mm-hmm. Kids grow like weeds. Why would you spend the money? And then all of a sudden they're out of it. Now you turn around and get rid of it. Right. My question, McCall already started out by saying, yeah, she's into it. She would love to have to basically expand your wardrobe for a nominal fee. I think that it's a great idea because like I said, I really like having 
statement pieces, but I don't want to buy statement pieces to wear one time. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Ashley went shopping in Chicago and, and spent some money because it was nicer clothes, and mm-hmm. I think she'll wear the crap out of them. But then you're like, man, clothes just really get expensive. They do. And so I'm like, ah, oh, saving money, yes. Renting clothes, uh, I don't, I don't know. Chris, Chris is on the line. What, what do you think? Renting clothes, yay or nay? I just wish I would have known it was around a long time ago. Uh, in my line of work, I'm always going to like black tie affairs and things like that, where people you see the same people, so you can't wear the same things. Mm. So like I'm always dropping the money on suits that I only wear like once or twice. So it would be great for me. I, that makes sense, I guess, because I, I have no sense of style to talk about whatsoever. So yeah, I, guess, I mean, would you? Let me ask you this. So that makes sense with the formal stuff. What about dates? Would you would you consider it like when you're going out and about? Like, all right, I'm gonna get a style upgrade and wander in. Um, probably because like you know I, I don't want to like brag, but I, I make a decent amount of money. But like I don't like to spend it. So if I can save a dollar anywhere, I'm doing that. <laughs> I like the humble brag. <laughs> Would I like to be dressed a little bit nicer? Sure. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, okay, how do you bounce it out? And there's that whole thing. Here's the question then. Does that mean that on, on top of this renting service that you could start like a, a like a makeover service, right? Like like I could wander me. I could wander and be like, hey, I got a date. I want to keep it somewhat casual, but I, I got to, you know, give me something. And then there's like a fleet of people or three or four ladies, dudes, whatever. And they're like, all right. All right, so what what do you, what's your day like? What are you like? And they have like a questionnaire you fill out, and then based on that, they're like, all right, let's run you through the machine here, and they figure out, and you try on a bunch of things, right? You get your own montage. I think that's a great idea business-wise. I don't know how you'd be able to run it with like a brick-and-mortar type situation because I know a lot of people do like personal stylists. They have them hired, yeah. which is great. I think that's a great idea. There's a lady that... I followed on TikTok and she followed me back. Turns out she's based out of Salt Lake and that's her job. Interesting. Like a consultant. Like you'd have three yeah. consultants because they're not your personalized. They're there to just give you an opinion based mm-hmm. on you fill out a simple, they'd have to formulate it down to ba- a handful of like questions. Five. Yeah. Problem so they is, could figure it out. Yeah. Problem is, is how, how would you run that? Like I said, brick and mortar wise to be there all the time just in case somebody rolls in and needs it you would have to hire it like contract it out have to be appointment based or something mm-hmm. that's fair that's a yeah good point look at look at look at us adulting here wow not only have we we've put this we talked about this industry we've now improved this industry already that's right patent the, pending the, the the non-existent industry patent pending patent pending patent pending we got it dibs copyright whatever Look, you always got to be thinking of making money. Because the truth, the truth of the matter is, renting clothes makes sense. Because think about the most popular or the industries that have just blown up over the last couple of years. I'm calling. I use rideshare in Chicago. What's that? It's based on a middleman using people who own their own cars. Airbnb is the exact same thing. This is something that is the most beautiful and interesting concept ever to be able to create a business on not owning whatever it is, like your car, like. Airbnb like clothing now. Well, because I I was talking to uh, someone about it and they were like, oh, like tux places. Like when we did our 20th anniversary thing way back a few years ago, um, McCall decked me out with Levin's. Levin's was really great. I rented a suit and stuff. And so if it's already commonplace to let you rent the nice clothes, and reasonably so because they're going to be expensive, this is just a natural transition. Yeah. I've come around. Am I going to use it? I I just, I don't think it's a terrible idea. It's really where I'm at. I do like the idea of having a stylist service there because then, look, fellas, ladies, whoever, if you're like, I, first day of school, need an idea. I need a great killer first day outfit. I need to walk in and I need to look like like the most iconic human being. There's your answer. Yeah. Where else are you going to get a fedora?
I, wore I, mean, I mean, I prom. buy them at the store, but okay. I wore one for prom. Litmus test for how you're feeling is the stranger Bridgeland Ford or not? Because if you think about it, if you enjoy or you think eh, it's starting to make sense, it's probably time for you to maybe take a mental health day and just recollect a little bit. Just just an observation. Just an observation. Stranger Bridgeland, Florida Not with AJ and McCall on VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline one. A first date started off at a Denny's and wound up in a high-speed police chase. I'm yes. all for casual. McCall and I actually, we can get into this, gave some some first date advice actually the other day. Denny's not, not would have been my choice. No. Mm-mm. No offense. It's not would have mm-hmm. been my choice. Headline number two. A guy got sprayed by a skunk while he was hiding from the cops. So it was pretty easy to find after that. <laughs> talk about that too. We can That's also talk about that. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then we got story number three. A employee working at a Chipotle threw scissors at a customer. I guess he was upset with his order taking forever, and the employee was tired of his whining. I'm not going to say no. there's not scissors in Chipotle, but, like, why were there scissors within probably easy grabbing reach? Probably to put the lettuce that is in a bag out would, of a bag. Wouldn't, like, a knife or a fork make way more sense? Like, he sought out, or they, whoever, sought out scissors. Mm. They sought out scissors. As somebody who's worked in fast food... Nah, they're literally right there next to the I don't, knife. I don't there care you go. For that. I don't care for three that. crazy stories. I don't care for the fact that scissors are right next to the food. I don't well, like that. Don't make people angry. <laughs> Ultimately, that would be the moral of the story. <laughs> Very rarely do we get to break news on the AJ McCall show, but uh, apparently, scissors are kept near food constantly at fast food places. I think this is something we need to look into more. It's ridiculous. I'm surprised you had no idea. Yeah, because I pay attention to scissors being somewhere near. Like I'm not like. Wires Waldo with the scissors. You would only know it if you worked in fast food places. Well, I now know it, and I'm uncomfortable with it. <laughs> AJ McCall for the Stranger Bridge of Florida. Not this is not good stuff, right? Cole is bad. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> that being said, I'm sure that the person warranted having the scissors thrown at him. Not to say that you should do Please that. Please don't. Well, let's hear the full stories. Okay, so we've got full story number one. Couple went on a first date to Denny's last week. Not romantic, okay? Somebody who waitressed at Denny's, don't do this. I wouldn't even call that casual. <laughs> no, that's like, dig. I've got a date that food. I really can't get out um, of, but I don't want to go well. What do I do? Let's see. Do you want to go to Taco Bell or do you want to go to Wendy's? I'm not really sure which one. Anyway, after the date, they got into a high speed chase with the cops on the way home. The guy bailed and escaped into the woods. The woman wasn't arrested because she's like, I don't even know this guy's last name. I'm just here. Escaped into the woods. I'm just here. Look, to be honest, when the date started at Denny's, it was only going to go down. You know, we had a conversation about whether or not you should let somebody pick you up at your house uh, recently. Yes. First, first this, date stuff. this, the exact reason why the answer is no, because he was driving her back to her house. BRB, I'm going to text Hannah B. See you later. I got to text our good friend. <laughs> He's going to get in a police chase. Yo, man. Oh, I got to text her. Anyway, story number two. Some guy was hiding from the cops on Monday. Got sprayed by a skunk. What was he running from? I don't know. It was out of control. He had a knife. It was a pretty serious situation. Cops showed up. He ran off. Got sprayed by a skunk. I gotta say, turned around, came back because they saw the skunk run away. And they're like, ah, I bet he's right there. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, of course. Ah, yes. (laughs) The skunk warning sign. Of course. (laughs) There it is. Everybody knows. Post-pandemic, animals seem to be much more interested in justice. We've had a lot more of these stories. Uh, yeah, I guess. He was... Uh, I guess when, he wasn't actually hiding when they found him. He was in the middle of slashing a random person's tires, so maybe oh. he was angry about the skunk or the he just hates tires. Hate I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. There's story two. Story number three. 
a female employee working at a Chipotle threw a pair of scissors at a customer because I guess he was really upset about his order because it was taking a long time. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. Food gets made by hand. <laughs> Takes Sometimes they run out of carne asada and they got to wait for more carne asada to get cooked. Yeah. It's a thing. That's on you, kid. I just like the concept. Like my dad has a little bit of this in him too. I like the idea of the thought that someone like you come along like, oh, this guy sucks. So, uh, oh, no, man, we ran out of everything. It's going to be minimum 35 minutes. They say 30 minutes is what it took because he got there. They messed up. They had messed up his order beginning. And so he asked them to mad. remake it. They had to cook whatever it was. Anyway, so then she threw scissors at him. Yep, can't do that. There you go. Three crazy stories. Well, you can't leave us hanging on that. What happened? Did, they, did the scissors land? Did he dodge the scissors? That's a very important detail we're what? missing here. I, uh, I don't know. The manager got involved because, you know, that's what it is. Uh, but, yeah, he just he just threw them. She, th- she, she threw them at him. So I don't know. Do you think it was? Do you think it was those cheap plastic ones you found at school? Or do you? No. Do you remember those ones you found? Like your te- teachers always seemed to have them. They were the handles were always black. Mm-hmm. They were like made out of steel. They weighed like ten pounds. Mm-hmm. You could ah. Uh, you think it was those? No. There's some weight to those ones. No. I've like, worked in fast food. It definitely wasn't that. But there They're are cheap. scissors everywhere. They're cheap. Not everywhere. There's a couple of them though. <laughs> Many scissors you think are in a fast food restaurant. There's more than that. Okay. The f- important part of your call story one, two, or three. To me, one screams Florida. Yeah, I mean, dude goes to Denny's. Not a great sign to start with. Sorry, Denny's is just the fact. Then he gets in a high-speed car chase. Magic. Only to bail out in the woods, and lady now has to explain herself to the cops, which hopefully wasn't an arduous process, but I'm sure still had to be very anxiety-filled and a pain in the butt because, you know, I don't know who this guy is. Is it story number one, McCall? It is. Congratulations. We are going to qualify you for this gift card to Logan Lane, so we'll give away at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, that didn't come up in our first date advice. No. We didn't say, like, watch out. He may get in a high-speed chase. Add that one to the repertoire next time giving advice. Yeah. Florida not Cole wins on VFX. Uh, We just stayed in a hotel. And you know what I found out? Well, not that I just found out, but you know what I was mad to see when I got a receipt printed out? Huh. They stick you with so many fees, and they come up with such baloney names for them. Yeah. Well, apparently, it's not going to stop. Hotels are going to start charging for apparently some of the most basic services, maybe even, dare I say, an amenity that might make you choose the hotel. Oh, good. I can't wait. Listen here, you scam artist. How dare you? You're going down. If it's being hidden, it's inherently bad. You don't hide good things. You're trying to sneak something by someone. You, you try and get it out of their eyesight. And like, oh, I don't know. Unless it's a birthday party. Uh, surprise is entirely different. Uh, that, oh. doesn't, that doesn't fit in this. I mean, like, if you're actively trying to hide something and sneak it by someone, AJ and McCall at VFX, I, I got a receipt for my hotel this weekend. They charged me an urban experience fee each day oh I was there. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that the worst? Like, hey, you're in downtown. You're welcome. Um, I never what got a receipt. What the hell is this? By the way, did well, you ask him for a receipt? It's because I I had a whole thing. I, I, we had to book an extra fee to stay for four extra hours. It's, it's stupid. Oh really? Yeah. That blows. So yeah, you know that's clearly clearly what they're hoping with these bills is that you never see them, so they don't have to explain them. Because what? Because it's downtown. I get to exp- great. Yes. Thank you. I'm glad you get to charge me a fee because I'm downtown. And apparently for hotels, that's not the end of it. Because according to reports. Hotels are now going to start adding fees for people to use the pools and gyms. 
Which, that doesn't surprise me because I bet that they just include it in their period. But it's already more expensive uh-huh. if it has the facilities on the ground. So charging a fee to do it, are you going to knock the price down? Because as McCall no. found out the other day, I don't understand. Tell me what the price is flat out because I will be less upset if, like, say, the hotel is $80 a night mm-hmm. than finding out it's $40 a night, but then $40 because I have a hotel, like, later, like, oh, actually... The hidden fees are never good. No one's ever like, oh, thank oh, goodness. Oh, wow, thank you. I'm so glad I didn't know about this until we got to this point. See, I'm on the side of TikTok where people talk about the weird things like in America where tax isn't included until you ring up. It's like, tell me what the price is. What's the price? For instance, let me give you a perfect example. I bought tickets to go watch A Day to Remember, Asking Alexandria, and Point North in concert on October 14th, 13th. I don't remember what day it is. It's in October. It's a Thursday. I bought these tickets. They were $39.50 general admission. Yes, that's a great price. Yeah. You should totally buy Heck them. Yeah. So I think, great idea. I'm going to buy it. I check out. It's like $57. It's like, what in the heck just happened? They like doubled in price. Why? 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 So I look it up. Okay. I look it up. They charged me precisely $39.50 for the ticket. There was a charge of $14.98 for a convenience fee. And then there was a $2.50 ordering order processing fee, which brought the total to $56.98. Guys, just charge me $57 flat. I would be less for heaven's sakes. What, what it's is- more satisfying that way anyway. And if you just put it out front, hey, it's $57. I'd be like, wow, I'm still thrilled to get a concert ticket for $57. I, I honestly agree with you. What's the hidden fee that is just that just grind your gears? Dude, I can't wait until parking has to come up because that's always a hidden fee. <laughs> 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. I'll get you another one. It's not even a hidden fee. It's just a sign that you change it. So they raised... The rate, the payment for checked bags, right? It went right. from twenty five to thirty dollars. Every flight I took this weekend, or any of the gates I was sitting in, which is multiple gates, every single one of them said, "We're going to be at capacity. So if you have a bag that you're good to check, we would love to check it. It'll be totally free." Mm-hmm. So two, two, two ideas here. One, it didn't need to go up five dollars. Right. So don't do that. Two. I don't know. Take out a row of seats if you don't have enough room to store people's bags. That was my favorite because when Dustin and I were boarding the flight from Chicago to Salt Lake City, we were in one of the last rows to board and they said, we're at capacity. There are no carry-on bags that are going to be allowed to be carried on. You must check your bag for free. And so we get there. We check the bag once we get into the little aisle way as you do when you board an airplane. And we get on and there are six compartments right next to where we're sitting that are open with it just empty. I'm like, you couldn't fit one bag there? Nope. Like, we were the last ones boarding. That's the invisible luggage. That's, oh, man. Gosh darn it. I hate it. What is the hidden fee that grinds your gears? What's the one? Maybe maybe it's a cell phone bill. I know that there's some in there. I know. I've seen stuff on the internet. There's stuff hidden in there. You just, just don't ever get to see the bill. I don't I don't even care. I don't I don't just include it all in the total. 68255 the number to text start your text with VFX. I'm still not accepting that the zucchini thing is a thing, but the universe apparently has a cruel sense of irony and humor about it. Yeah. Because it decided to make it just right in my face yesterday. We'll find out what you said yesterday on social media. 
Is it a thing that people just put zucchinis in squash places? It is. Next on VFX. McCall tried to convince us people just randomly like, suddenly, zucchini. It's true. They do. Yeah. Well, what what, what was the response? Because I'm looking at the Utah's VFX Instagram, which you're definitely checking out. You should be. Uh, did, did you see... Did you see people say anything? I don't see a whole lot of people saying they got zucchinied. I think your neighborhood's just weird. I don't think my neighborhood is weird. I don't think that that is the case. I'm not kidding. I have had many a time where I have been zucchinied. It's not just one. Maybe it's just a you thing. Maybe there was some cruel prank that started back in school people have carried through. AJ McCall at VFX because... Mom's the word. I don't think so. Zucchini planting thing. I don't think so. I want to get a text message right now that's going to back my, what would it be? My, my, my hypotheses because it's happened to me. So it's like scientific proof and it happens to me a lot. In a cruel form of irony because the universe knows no bounds. I still don't think it's a thing because call says this is a thing. It happens all the time. Mom's the word on that. Nobody gets randomly (sighs) zucchinied. Yesterday, Ashley and I were out on our walk uh-huh. and out in front of somebody's house, and I will share the picture on our social media, Utah's VFX, were, I believe, squash is what they were, yeah. and it said, please take as many as you like, don't take the crate. See, and that's the thing, like, people will either give it to you, or they will leave it out for everybody to get. Like, our neighbors were walking up the street the other day, and they had... Everybody had bags, and Dustin's like, "Where are they going with bags?" And then he's like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna go up to so and so's house, just three doors up, to go get zucchinis. go get some zucchinis." And they did. Didn't your parents ever teach you as a kid you don't take food from strangers? Who knows what's they're happened to the strangers. squash that was just sitting out front? Yeah, all of those squash sitting out front, obviously. Somebody could have put razor blades in them. <sighs> razor blades. You know, like that Halloween candy. That's right. Happened so many times. It's ridiculous. Irony of the the irony of the universe's sense of humor was not lost in me. However, the fact that McCall says, "What happens?" Even even your neighborhood didn't even bother. Not even nobody in your neighborhood bothered to message just be like, "Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a thing." You know, we we go out and about it and we we zucchini people. It's this hilarious prank people that we get do. Zucchini. Pr- it doesn't happen. It does. It does not I happen. I swear it does. For the sake of fairness, six eight two five five is the number to text. You just have to start your text with VFX or. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five is the number to call. But zucchiniing is not a thing. It is just because I stumbled across someone who grew a bunch of a crap vegetable that they didn't want. It's delicious. And we're trying to give it away because they can't sell it, obviously, because nobody wants it. Doesn't mean that it's a thing. It's a thing. It's, it's not a thing. thing. It is. We'll share the picture though, because look, fair is fair. It's going up Utah's VFX on our Instagram. Follow us across all social media. Your chance to leave a mark on the world. At some point, everybody has dreams of doing something amazing and accomplishing fame, whether it's be an athlete, rock star, whatever it is. So what if it could be in a scientific or uh, um, archaeologist-type achievement? I'll tell you why. One of the answers has me skeptical, even though it's the easy one, because I feel like there's going to be some cliche hallmark bullcrap ending in it. Sweet. At one point, there was dreams of the AJ and McCall show being the treasure hunter and the astronaut. True. Because McCall always wanted to be an astronaut, and there was a real stretch there where I wanted a metal detector. I even asked for it for a birthday, and then they're like crazy expensive. Correct. AJ and McCall on VFX. So would you rather be able to visit the stars or discover a treasure on Earth? I thought about this for a very long time. I'm going with treasure on Earth because 
then I will have it here and I don't have to be in space going to stars. As far as I'm aware, those are very far away. They're not like hop, skip, and a jump by any means. So I'm going to be flying this flight solo dolo in space in a very contained environment, not thrilled with any of that situation. To me, that was the obvious answer, but here's the caveat. Yes, I'm sure there's treasure probably somewhere in the earth that right. has not been discovered. But what if it's like bullcrap? Like what if it's a tedious journey and you get there with your team and it's like, oh, the treasure was teamwork. We've had it all along. Or, oh, we found the spirit of Christmas. That's probably magic. And I'm still not locked in a container with all by myself air. I oh, hate everything get about out it. to the stars, you can probably get back from the stars. Yeah, I'll probably be 150 years old. By the time I get back, <laughs> takes a long time. It's a long journey. So I'm really, not patient. really, this isn't even about what it is. It's just, would you want to go to space for a really long time or stay on the planet? And you're like, planet, sign me up every That's time. It. Planet. That's it. That's all it is for you. I don't want to. I don't want to discover the stars. I see them in the sky here. Wow, that's good shiny. Enough. Like that's all I need. Don't care what's around them. Aliens, planets, nothing. No. Special galactic nachos exist in that universe. Don't care. I'm good. Look, I'll make them here. Okay. If they're really important, if they want to be found, then they'll come make their way here. Okay. If they want to be found. Don't say that. We don't need stars exploding. No, they're not going to. I'm just saying, if galactic nachos wanted to be discovered, they would make their way here. They sound very smart. They sound like geniuses. Galactic nachos would come here. But if they don't want to be found, they're not going to be found. They stay here. I kind of like it. I've, I've put a lot of work into being here. I'm just going to stay I'm pretty here. well caught up on the fact here. that I would end up being in a very enclosed container. I would be bored. I get bored in yeah. my house. No treasure is just going to be out in the open. McCall's not going to be like, all right, take 10 paces. Man. Oh my gosh, it was in this field of lilies. Who would have thought? The thing is, then I'm taking 10 paces to a field of lilies and not taking 10 paces to smash my head against a window. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be a. It's not going to be in an open field. You're going to have to dive into a cave, maybe go Whatever. underwater in a submarine. I can't That's go underwater in the, in, the, in the sky. <laughs> I can't go underwater while I'm in a freaking astronaut container suit. Huge fallacy. None here. of that sounds like a great time. I'm going to go find treasure. Then I can be rich, and then I can be like Outer Banks all up in this. Okay? I don't mind being stuck by myself and the sound of silence, but a it. prolonged amount of it, eh. I think I would stay on Earth. I'm just going to be really, really, really mad if it's like, oh, thank goodness you discovered this meaning of Christmas. Oh, no. It was here all along. You never knew. throw the meaning of Christmas in the ocean. Somebody else can go find it. This is stupid. This is yours now. Would you rather go to explore the stars or find treasure on Earth? Because oh, I think we all think Indiana Jones, right? But it's, maybe it's not going to be that great. Maybe all the treasures been discovered. Maybe it's like, oh, thank goodness you found this 1884 Buffalo Head Pity that's worth exactly $20. Treasure. It'd be fascinating. I'd love that. Look, I found a cool penny. That's not what I'm thinking. Like, I want pirate, like, chest open. Whoa, that's what I want. I'm pretty sure, like, everybody that's in charge already knows where that is, and y you'll die if you want to know where it is. Well, if look, you go try and find it, end of story. Look no further. People have been trying to bring it back. The high treasure in the mountains, there's the, the people down in Salt Lake that do it, right? Right. And uh, th $10,000. Th that should be as much in anything a warning to you about being stuck in a thing. How many times do they have to send out safety announcements like, hey, stop doing dumb stuff. Quit jumping off rocks. You're not going to find it that way. Just saying.
Just saying, there, there's there's downfalls to the treasure hunting thing. Yeah, well, the downfall is not, hey, I'm in a spaceship. What happens if something explodes? This, okay? You could do that with anything. What if you're along and get bit by a poisonous snake? Then I'll die, okay? But I'll die here. So <laughs> I'm not going to be in space what? like, oh, I hope my family knows I love them. They'll know <laughs> because I'm here. Play Would You Rather Wednesday. Pick for yourself. Tell them a call that there's more than just the treasure option. This whole just stick no. on earth thing. Mm-mm. It's going up on our uh, uh, Instagram store, Utah's VFX. People are really, really dedicated to the bands that they love. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. If you identify someone's T-shirt, I wear my university ones all the time, and I've run into this issue. And they're like, oh, are you from there? And I'm like, no. <laughs> People get mad about it. Well, Apparently, we need to have a discussion about the what the rules are with band t-shirts, because right. uh, people be mad. All right. Why do we have to draw battle lines with everything? Because we hate happiness. AJ McCall on VFX. It came up for me this weekend, is that uh, apparently if you wear some kind of logo, insignia, whatever, mm-hmm. on your sweatshirt, shirt, whatever... People assume that you're at least somewhat knowledgeable about that thing. Maybe it could be cool. Maybe it was a gift. And the epitome of that is banties. Yeah. So apparently, the discussion has come out and be like, what are the rules for being allowed to wear a t-shirt with a band's logo on it? Do you have to have seen them? Do you have to own something by them? Do you have to at least be familiar with one song? Can you name somebody in the group? I'm really divided on this because I... I have been somebody who discovered like the Grateful Dead very late in life and Fleetwood Mac very late in life. And I appreciate both of those bands. And I also appreciate the um, diversity, I guess you could say, with my music taste. And I'm not limiting myself by saying I can't wear a certain t-shirt because that's not to say that I will not end up liking their music or have heard of their music. I feel like at least have heard of their music is probably priority one. I feel like you should be knowledgeable. Like you should be able to name a few of the songs. Like you should have a song of theirs you like, right? Right. Like if you're wearing a Maroon 5 shirt, you should be able to be like, oh yeah, Sugar's Sugar. my jam. Right. Yeah. But if you wear a Maroon 5 shirt and someone's like, oh yeah, I love Maroon 5. What did you? What's your favorite? And you say nothing. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of have a problem with that because it actually came up for me this weekend. Uh, I was wearing a sweatshirt that says Purdue on it. Right. And someone, we were getting in this conversation. It was leading down this pathway. We were talking about banties and stuff like that. And someone goes, well, well did you actually go to Purdue? And I said, yes. Yes, I, yes, did. I did. As a matter of fact. And he's like, oh, well, my bad. I, uh, never mind. And they were deflated. So it felt great. Of course it did. Now, I have I have some things around this, especially because... People get so upset over young people because right now wearing band tees is really in. Going in, you can go in and go get like a Def Leppard shirt. Those ones are really, really popular. Led Zeppelin is also a really popular shirt for people to get. Same with like ACDC. And I have a real problem with people being like, well, you don't know who that, who that is. They just spent money to be able to monetize your band you like. Why does it matter? <laughs> the money goes back to the band. <laughs> You should be thanking them. <laughs> Luke's on the phone. Luke, what do you think about this bad teach? You got to be a fan or no? I recently just had this discussion with my wife, right? She wants to get the Rolling Stones t-shirts. She wants to get ACDC shirts just because they're in style. My opinion is 
If you don't own more than two of their albums or you have never seen any of those bands in concert, you can't rock their T-shirt. There has to be guidelines because if you don't, you're just a poser. Look, Luke, I really appreciate your call over here. Um, so thank you for that. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. However, I go directly back to my statement. The money is in the band's pocket, right? They have to at least have some sort of semblance or brand awareness along these lines. And if nothing else, these people are walking billboards for your favorite band. Why does it matter? My favorite thing is that Luke, you're tired of your pain. Being a poser is bad. Nobody wants to be a poser. Nobody wants to be a poser. It's a huge thing in high school. I hated it. Right. My thing is, so, like, I I have a sweatshirt. My brother and I collect memorabilia shirts, sweatshirts from colleges that either of us visit. Right. And so, yeah, am I familiar with Washington University? Yes. Did I go there? No. But I have a sweatshirt. Actually, I ran into someone in the Valley who's from Seattle. Oh, really? And they asked me, they go, oh, hey, what part of Seattle are you from? And I go... Huh? Nowhere. And they go, Washington, right? You went there, didn't you? I was like, oh, oh no. no. And I, I feel like the idiot. But the thing is, I feel like the <laughs> Luke and other people, they're the ones that are the most upset about this. I know. Whereas I'm the one that feels like an idiot if I get caught in the situation where I'm like, Oh, yeah, you know, I'm wearing this Def Leppard t-shirt. No, I don't know, pour some sugar on me, which is a travesty. Everybody should know that song. I have absolutely zero problem with somebody walking up to me and asking me about a a band that I have on my shirt and being like, oh, what do you think about these guys? Do you know these guys? And having me say no, knowing full well that I do because I like music and I really engulf myself in the music. How dare you like music? I I have a Kiss shirt, right? Great makeup. Nicely done. Thumbs up emoji. Should you have to know the band to wear the shirt? 435-787-0945. Say Jay McCall at VFX. 435-787-0945. Anytime to be on the AJ and McCall show as we talk about band tees. Luke was really worked up about it. I'm wearing a black t-shirt today, so apparently I'm like, how much is black your favorite color? Yep. Actually, it is. So I'm, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a, a Chicago hoodie. Are I you went from there. Chicago? No, I you can't do that then. I bought it at the airport. <laughs> you are the worst I kind know. of person. Okay. But I feel confident in that, boo. and that's all that matters. Boo, McCall, boo. That's all that matters. We'll come back I feel to confident that. in this outfit. Mm. Also, yes, if you register, get the shirt, and then don't run it. Yeah. Boo. How dare you? Boo. How dare you? You don't even do yoga. You can't wear that shirt. Is that what it turns out to be? Fun fact, I'm not going to pay for it because, no, I do not do 5Ks. That's really unfortunate. I'm not going to do it. That's, that's, that's bad. Look, everyone has the hypothetical. If you steal a loaf of bread to feed your family, is it really that bad? You probably shouldn't steal. But one listener right. is going to jerk court because uh, they got yelled at for doing what should be considered the right thing. Okay. Maybe. Let's hear it out. You know, everyone loves Aladdin, but he was a thief. He was. He stole stuff. Riff Raff. Street Rat. I don't. Scoundrel. Buy that. Sorry, I was at the bar- at the back part where he's like, if only they'd look closer. <laughs> yeah, Diamond Could in the Rough or whatever. He was steal stealing. Boy. But AJ McCloud VFX for the Automatrix Group debate today. No one sits back and goes, well, but, but we love him because he was pretty and he got with the princess. So yeah. it's fine if he does it. We love it. So we find ourselves... <laughs> In the Am I a Jerk Court yet again. All rise, honorable All judges. Right. AJ and McCall presiding yet again as Millie has found herself in a situation okay. where she tattled. 
Well, tattle, tattles mean it implies that it wasn't necessary. She told told the she, truth on she someone. Told. So, Millie, what what happened? So I saw a mother, and she had three kids with her at the grocery store. And as I was shopping, I saw her steal a bunch of snacks and throw them in her purse. And she had no idea I saw her do this. Well, I hate stealing, so I went up to the manager and told her what I saw. And this woman ended up getting detained by police while children were standing there crying. And the entire time, this woman was screaming, I'm just trying to feed my kids. I don't have any money. Okay, so I got home. I tell my roommate what happened. And she calls me a jerk. She's like, well, you know that mom, she's just trying to feed her kids. I basically told my roommate, hey, feeling wrong, there's other ways to feed your kids. So am I the jerk for ratting out the mother? I mean, Millie, would Ugh. you have turned in a lot? I'm just kidding. I'm How just dare kidding. you? How I'm dare just you? kidding. 435-787-0945, the number to call. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. But it is the interesting philosophical question. Yeah, it's a very interesting gray area of, um, what is it that they... That they say, if you steal a loaf of bread to feed your starving family, is it actually wrong? Yeah, because by the law, law of the land, yes, morally, that's the gray area. Here's the same situation. It's a modern day version, except it's with fruit snacks. And the question <sighs> is, well, what do you know about the person? Because if if that story is true, mm-hmm. and by the way, Millie tells it, she does not seem to believe it, and Colin and I were not there. Right. Then you kind of are like, no, nah, this lady seems like she's just a piece of trash trying to well, get away with something. Here's the thing. Obviously, we aren't the we aren't the ones able to cast judgment at the end of the day and whatever. But you are trying to I'm not a mom, I'm not a parent, before anybody fights me for this one. Your role as a parent is to set an example and give children the way the different opportunities to make the best decisions that they have in their lives. I would agree because I think this would be a great opportunity to highlight the fact that there's great uh, benefits to if this lady was having such an issue. Uh, we have done some great work with the, uh, well, I always say this wrong, but is it the Cash County? or the, There's the Cash, it's, it's the Cash, Cash Valley. Valley Food Pantry. Cash Valley Food there's Pantry. Plenty of, there's plenty of, you know, options when it comes to that. And and uh, I think the problem is, is that people's pride gets in the way. You get in in a situation where you Steve feel better. yeah, so you feel uncomfortable with saying I'm not capable or in a position or able to provide. Can you help me? Because it's a it's a pride thing. What it comes down to is that our our human ego is so fragile. I'm not saying there's not circumstances in which I wouldn't understand it. I have a hard time trying to figure out what I would do. Would I turn them in? I tend to think. Unless I just generally got the vibe from the person that I didn't like them, I might not have said anything. I, However, when I was in therapy, there was a phrase that my, actually my dad gave me. Mm-hmm. When something happens to you, you can either learn from it or you can become a victim of it. Correct. So if you have had this downfall, which way are you going to go about it? And I think that's the prime example of what McCall said of setting an example of gritting your teeth and getting through it. Right. And I think it, it comes down to, I mean... Maybe there's a maybe there was a better way to be able to handle the situation, um, but I think general consensus is we're supposed to be reporting it in that way. But how were you supposed to know? How was Millie supposed to know in that situation True. that this was the case that she was struggling? Because I I maybe this is bold of me to assume, but I would assume that Millie in this situation, if you had known that she was struggling to feed her family, you would have asked, hey, is there anything I can do to help? 
feel like a lot of the times in our own community, people are very willing to to come forward and be the helpful hand. I think I've been very impressed since moving here. Yeah. Whenever we have been partaking in some kind of charity event or food drive or shoe drive, the response has been amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. killed that. 68255, the number to text for the debate to date. You saw this happen. You're in Millie's shoes. Would you rat out the mom who Millie busted stealing snacks? Hypothetical. If you're stealing this feed a starving family, is it actually wrong? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Now, if the interaction goes the wrong way, and maybe that lady's just using it as a built-in scapegoat because she had that ready in case she got busted, and maybe that's not the case because there's plenty of cases mm-hmm. of people that panhandle that are totally fine. Right. Maybe that's the case, too. I can understand, then, if you were like, that's it, I'm done. I'm swearing them off. I'm done with people in general. Yeah. Usually, I think it's a little bit easier to say, well, I ate at this restaurant. I got sick, so I swore it off. So what did you swear off and why? <laughs> You could make the difference in someone else's life because the great thing about humans is you can be like, hey, don't do that. It sucks. And they're like, oh, okay, thanks. Oh, cool. I'll never do that again. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. What did you swear off and why? Maybe just maybe recently you had a bad experience. Look, I went home and we had a, or we went to Chicago and we had a buffet and everybody was joking about how life was back to normal because when was the last time you could do that? And look, I know buffets aren't a huge thing. Like, it's weird to me, Utah, that we can't find Chinese buffets here. I swear to you, it is a thing. It is how everyone else consumes them. But you know what I swore off? I thought the greatest invention in college was these, they're not really fusion restaurants, but they were Chinese buffets, but they had sushi on the bar too. And you just paid one fee and you ate all you could of all of it. And then I got sick once. And that should have been enough, but then I didn't. I went back again. I got sick twice, no. and that was probably the end of it. And then it got busted for human trafficking and drug selling. And I was like, you know what? That probably was a sign. I swear, I'm going to swear off these combo sushi and Chinese place houses because really, the truth is, sushi's not the, the highest quality, so That's it's weird. not really worth it huh, anyway. Strange, strange. Right, we, right. Yeah, Dustin got food poisoning at a place in Bernal that we used to go to, not all the time. But it was common enough in our uh, rotating list of restaurants that we would go to. He got food poisoning, and now it's like we can't go to can't like a Mexican food. restaurant because of that reason. Oh man, that is, but it's such good. Food. It's like okay, it's such good food because there's a lot of like other food that we also like experience. But yeah, he ended up getting food poisoning. It was awful. Tell you what, we never went back. I. AJ Knight swore off Mitsubishi Eclipses because I'm convinced everybody that drives them is tools. Yes. I know. Look, I'm sorry. I have yet to encounter a Mitsubishi Eclipse that I have not been like, wow, really? Every time with absolute certainty. So I'm just, I'm not never. I'm never going to own one. I'm never going to consider owning one. I'm probably not even going to be friends with someone that owns one. Let me tell you a fun story about a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Because, yes, also same. Once upon a time when I was in high school, there was a guy who drove one. And he was really excited because he had really neat sound system. To which, I don't know, whatever. To each their own, have your sound system. I like being able to hear things. So he's like, yeah, let's go for a ride. Drive around. You can listen to the music. I thought that's a great idea. We drive around. He drops me off. And he says, so you're going to kiss me now? Because I showed you my car. And I was like, whoa. I mean, in my brain at that point, I was like, oh, well, maybe he won't like me if I don't. And I didn't. I didn't. But I was like, okay, no, um, I'm going to go inside now. Random guy. Goodbye. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Take me right now. Yes. You have sound noises and a Mitsubishi Eclipse. 
exhibits A through Z. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I've sworn them off. Do not trust them. That's not to say whatsoever. That's not to say that you can't learn and grow and change. I mean, as long Sell as you, car, as long as you have the Mitsubishi Eclipse, you're locked into that. Like it, it grounds you in being a tool. I know it's essential. Like you have to, you put your finger down. It goes tool DNA scan. Oh, 100 tool. Let's jam. <laughs> it's the sound the car makes it as is. you drive I off. Know. I know it's terrible. <laughs> so bad i've sworn off bikers honestly at this point i don't think i'll ever learn how to do it look with all due respect i get it it's a free form of transportation it's great exercise Mm -hmm. the weather is nice i mean not right now but okay not as much as eclipses there's a little bit of leeway but most of you suck i'm sorry that's most of you suck we're gonna get fired now because aj said that look I'll tell. There's a there's a guy that uh, professional's probably not the white word. Semi professional. Okay, I tell him to his face. Bikers suck. And I'll do it today. We're having a company lunch. We are having a company lunch. Roper, bikers (laughs) suck. This is going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. AJ's just jealous because he doesn't know how to ride one. It has nothing to do with not knowing how to. At this point, I have actively chosen not to. I'm 32, (laughs) and there's nothing that's gotten in the way of it. I just have chosen not to at this point. Fair. Bikers, so I don't want to be one of them. Next thing you know, I get it. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I should get a spandex romper. You should. Oh, I should roll through stop signs. Oh, look out. Oh, I guess you get to that big helmet that's like a Nike swoosh. They go 10 feet behind <laughs> me. <laughs> Just starts. That's how it starts. Oh, man. I'm laughing because this is this may be the last show we do. <laughs> what have you sworn <laughs> off and why? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Maybe maybe this question is going to become a little bit more valid since McCall thinks we're going to get fired. Maybe I do need to ask my parents, what would you do for your kids? Because maybe I'll need a home. Be like, hey, I'm 32. Can I come back home? Hey, can I come here, guys? But what's the level of dedication? AJ and McCall on VFX. Look, if there's something I know about having children, which is nothing because I don't have any, but people shout at me or tell me all the time it's the most so difficult rewarding. thing and the most rewarding thing all at the same time. Right. Which is why I guess you could find yourself dumpster diving for a piece of confetti. Yeah. So I've got a friend whose daughter, uh, her room was a mess. She ended up going off for a little bit of a camp type of a thing. And she thought, you know, the school year is going to be starting. It would probably be good to start off fresh. So she thought while she was away, she would clean up her room. My mom's done this for me before, which has been really nice, you know, just kind of helpful and Whatever, and that's a whole other conversation that we can get into later about whether or not your mom should clean your room for you. But she came home, her daughter came home from this camp and was like, Mom, where's this piece of confetti? Her mom was like, what are you talking about? She said there was a piece of confetti that was on my stand, my nightstand. And the mom said, well, I just threw it away. And she said, Mom, that was a piece of confetti from the Shawn Mendes concert. And I saved it. And I was really excited. And so she was like all upset about it. And so her mom went dumpster diving, wow. sort of dumpster diving. I mean, it's it's her house. It's her house trash. Tell me you so, love your kid without telling me you love your seriously. kid. Seriously. So she went in and went and found this piece of confetti from the Shawn Mendes concert and put it back. I mean, I understand that maybe just maybe you could have just got a piece of confetti from somewhere else and then just like brought it back. But that would have been bad. Yes. <laughs> do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's two very important questions that we're going to get to before okay. we're done with this when it comes to how far would you go for your kids? Would you fight someone and would you dexter it, cover up a crime? Perfect. We'll come back to that. Okay. Dexter it and covering up so, a crime, two different things, but okay. It, it, it covers up murder. It's not two different things. Well, 
We're not saying we're murdering anybody. You said a crime. Well, you know, like I assume that we can or... work it out. If you would cover up murder, we can work our way down from there. Wow, okay. But just, d- 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 that's what it's called. Would you Dexter for your kid? Okay. That being said, obviously, shout out to this mom. Seriously. 435-787-0945 is the number to call. How far would you go for your, for your kid? Because that's exactly why I'm not a parent. Which I know sounds terrible, and that's fine. You could say it's terrible, but... At least you know your bounds. I choose I choose to believe that when you have a kid, you have to become that level of selfless. Yes. And since I don't believe I can reach that level of selflessness now, I choose not to be. Hence, I feel good about it. You know, this actually leads to a very interesting conversation because there is science that's proving that you don't have to be selfless you should be selfish because you're teaching your children how to be able to take care of themselves because you still need to be taking care of the way that you eat the way that you take care of yourself the way that you put yourself as a priority as well because they are learning from you but again conversation for another day or you can count on your parent to look out for you and cover you at all regards sure harold's on the phone all right he's got the answer to our two questions would you fight someone and would you cover up a crime Yes, in regard to my children, I absolutely would fight for them or in their stead or under any case. And at the same time, I would also be involved in covering up a crime if I had to. Because I think at that point, you're just willing to give your life. And if you're willing to give your life for your children, you will go to any lengths to protect them. Yeah. That mirror sounded like he was like wheelman in that situation. I don't know what that even means. Like, not only would he cover up the crime, but if you're like, yo, I need someone to be the getaway driver, he was like, got you. Cracks the neck. We got it. We're going to go. I mean, yeah, a little bit. It did feel a little bit like that. Tell me you love your kids without telling me you love your kids. Right there. Right there. I don't know who whose kids that is of his, Harold's. But, I mean, I, I think you got to get out of jail free card is what I just heard personally. I, I almost feel like this last year, perfect representation of it, because how many people stood at length to get a PS5 for their children. <laughs> I mean, those I even, lines were... It's fair. Uh, I didn't even stand at length to get myself one of those. That's right. No, that, tell me you love your kids without telling me you love your kids. Speaking of getaway driver, I'm not saying necessarily that I would roadmap a road trip based on bathrooms. <laughs> but the older I get, the more that is definitely a factor. So the question is, where are the spots? Where... Where are the bathroom hotspots? Oh, boy. I'm not saying I would necessarily map out a road trip on places I feel comfortable dropping the kids off at the pool, but kind of. Kind of. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. Because, look, look, if I ask you, anybody, right now off the top of your head, where's the cleanest public restrooms in the Valley, you would say... Maverick. I agree. For the most part, yeah. I'm not saying we all would collectively no, agree, no, no. but I think you know your answer. Right. Like, you have been to certain bathrooms, and you know, don't ever go there. Yeah. Like, for example, while we were in Chicago, there was the bathroom on the, like, main floor yes. for the hotel lobby. Yes. Dirty. Nasty. Gross. Not good. The bathroom outside of the conference hall, very, very nice. Very clean. Yes. Everything was yes, pretty. Was. They kept up with it very, very well. Good bathroom. But right. I knew exactly where to go. Yeah. I knew which one was good. Yeah. I like to road trip, and I'm thinking about it. And no, I say I haven't got to the point where I've mapped out mm-hmm. a road trip based on those bathrooms. But tell you this, Maverick definitely. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about it loves loves gas stations are very immaculate. nice. Yeah, they do a great job with their bath bathrooms. And I'm not saying like if there was, I might make a sacrifice if the gas prices were massively fluctuated, like thirty cents or something. But if it's close, even if Loves or Maverick's a little bit more expensive, the facilities way nicer. I'm going there. Agreed.
And to that point, that already says that I've already made the decision that the bathroom has trumped gas prices. So it's just a natural evolution that as I continue to get older and older, that it's just going to become more and more important. Because the thing is, as like you said, one, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Two, clean. Probably clean first. But you just it makes you feel better, I think, about it as a whole. They take care of the place, which makes you feel more comfortable with it. The question being said, McCall and I are on the same page. That doesn't happen a ton. Is there a place that beats Maverick in terms of cleanest public bathrooms in the valley, out of the valley, on the internet, whichever. <laughs> Don't go to the bathrooms on the internet. That's weird. Speaking of bathrooms on the internet, someone commented, and I'll leave them anonymous because it sounds like this was some illegal activities. Oh, good. Up, parents. You love them. You got to cover for them. Somebody told a story on our Instagram of using a, a bathroom, I guess technically a public, of an abandoned house. Still can't That's weird. wrap my I don't like brain that. around why that was the decision no. to be made. No, I don't I don't like that at all. Now I, I initially, I don't know if you thought the same, got to know it's like, oh, it's because you're scared and ha 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 joke, I get the joke. You needed to use the facilities. It's, no, they just went into an abandoned house and they messed around, you know, as troublesome kids do. Children, right? Yeah. And then they ended up using the facilities. I gotta tell you, unless I am like dying, dying. Right. I'm not, not chancing going in that. Mm-mm. I've seen enough about Utah. This place be haunted. I'm not going yeah. into an abandoned place and be like, I'm going to put myself in the most vulnerable position I can as a human and start using the facilities. Pass. No, thanks. I don't know if there's a weirder place than that to use a restroom. An abandoned house, you're just asking it. Possessed, murdered, all of the above. A rat falls on it. None of it. <laughs> It overflows, you damage a house, and then there's a news story about it. No, pass. I'm not going to do it. That'd be awful. I cannot believe it, but thank you to them and leaving them anonymous for sharing the story because would not have guessed that. That being said, Utah's VFX, we're having this debate yesterday, continuing on our social media. Where are the cleanest facilities, public restrooms in the valley? We going to steal your post. We going to steal your post. I'm going to win, but okay, sure. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, uh, we like, comment, and share on the best posts. Best one, of course, goes to the VFX Facebook page. So what do you have to offer? Well, I landed on my friend Chase's post, and it says, you ain't grown till you buy four new tires at the same time. That's grown, grown. That he, he responded and said, wait, y'all buy four tires at the same time? I haven't been grown for a while then. One at a time, please. No. It's the worst. That's bad. Who thought pieces of rubber would be so freaking expensive? Gotta get them all. Okay. uh, That's not bad because I actually would like to hear what people say. I landed on the Lad Bible, which shared everyone's favorite TikToker, the guy who debunks life hacks. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love him. The very serious faced one. This is how you do it. If you haven't seen him, I follow him. I just forget his name, but. He finds all the stupid uh, life hack videos that McCall absolutely loves. I do too. And then he points out the very obvious flaws in them with a great facial expression and hand gesture. That's not inappropriate. That's not no, meant to no, be no, like no, a euphemism no. for anything. But no, it's just, just a, a... Buddy, why are you buying this very fancy thing that takes off the peels of oranges when you can just do it yourself? Yeah, you can. That being said, I want to I, I, I know what McCall says. What people say to McCall. I so do you too. Can, you win. Yay! Uh, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Same with AJ and McCall. That's AJ A N D M C C A L L. And of course, Utah's VFX pinned at the top of our Facebook page is uh, Park Narc's vote. And then have sympathy for us. I mean, today we were supposed to have 
our work barbecue. We're still going to have it, but yeah. today of all days is the day that it finally has to rain. Look, I'm grateful for the rain, AJ. I'm not going to be over here complaining about the rain. Look, you can't... No, don't don't badmouth rain to me. I'm pro-rain. I'm pro-rain all the time. It's just that today had to be the day? Yep. <sighs> I mean, what a tragedy. Today's barbecue day and that happened. We'll try and get through. We'll yep. persevere. Yep. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.